Wale Michael Adedro. Once again, I bring you another episode of Grace Wise, your weekly Bible teaching. And I appreciate your time of tuning in, taking our time to listen. And I know that as you listen, it will be of good benefit to you. Alright, so I'll be starting a, a series on the topic of wisdom. So I'm doing the wisdom series, and this is something that I feel inspired to do seeing the imbalance that a lot of believers have when it comes to understanding the things of how the kingdom of God operates okay uh, let, let me give uh, this good instance you know if you look around you can see that there are a lot of videos a lot of prayer programs where people are seeking God's power seeking for the anointing seeking for for power and just power and power and uh, it's as if people are unaware that the kingdom of God uh, has l- laid down a uh, word of God. The way laid down word of God actually tells us that we are not supposed to live our lives depending on the power of God alone. But there is something called the wisdom of God. The Bible says in the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24, it says that Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. That means that uh, there are two wings to fly for us as Christians. We have two wings for flying. The wing of power and of wisdom. And no bird can successfully fly with one wing. Okay, So that bird focusing on its right wing won't take it far. The, the bird focusing on its left wing won't take it anywhere. Okay? So this is need for balance. For instance, you, you need to see this also this imbalance in the body of christ you know in 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 churches or in when people pray and you know there's something many times that people quote this issue of the israelites in the uh, place called egypt when they were in captivity and you see the power of god manifesting the signs and wonders that you know took pharaoh and the egyptians aback and how they had to let go of the Israelites and the Israelites went forth the firstborns of the Egyptians died through the manifestation of the power of God and how the Egyptians tried to pursue the Israelites but they got drowned in the same sea that Israelites were passing through walking through without any harm to them and after that there were still more and more manifestations of the power of God the people of God getting water out of a rock to drink and they got food that was quails they got manna which was angels food god just providing food for them supernaturally the clothes on their bodies did not wear out for those years they needed not to change clothes from this cloth to the other cloth so and this was the manifestation supernatural manifestation of the power of god but uh people don't get to be told or to read their bible to see this that god's word said that the the manifestation of the miracles that provided for them that brought about the clothing was going to stop and it stopped when the people of god entered into the promised land called israel okay so in egypt there, there was power manifestation in the wilderness there was power power manifestation helping them to live all their life but 
when they got into uh, the promised land, it ceased and they had to start living on something else, which was was that they were living now on principles as God said it. God said, I'm bringing into the land flowing milk uh, with milk and honey. And what is going to happen is you're not going to go out in the morning any longer, going to get manna, but you have to uh, walk by the principle of seed time and harvest time. The land is very fertile. The, the weather is very blessed for you. So when you plant, you have bounty crops, bounty harvest. So that's how you're going to live your life today. All right. So the Bible makes us understand that we, in this similitude, we were taken out of the kingdom of darkness, that is Egypt, representing Egypt there, into the kingdom of God's dear son. I know many people, you know, have this wilderness experience, uh, uh, teachings, you know, that make people believe when they got saved, then they got into the wilderness. Well, the Bible says that you are translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. So you are in the kingdom of God's dear son right now, and depending and trying to live your life, expecting to to feed, uh, to get healthy from one miracle to the other is not the way God has ordained it. In the wilderness, that is that is the way. In Egypt, that is the way. But now that you have been uh, taken out, you've been catapulted, so to say, from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son, Jesus Christ. You are to live by principles. What about the power? Yes, you are going to need the manifestation of God's power, but not like on the daily, like those Israelites in Egypt and in the wilderness needed. You're going to need the power of God manifest more for the needs of all the people that you are witnessing to. You are speaking to about Christ. They have sicknesses in their bodies. They have lack. You that know uh, the ways of God through the word of God, you are going to be able to minister the power of God unto them. You are going to be able to minister uh, wisdom on how they are to have supernatural uh, uh, supply. How the how God is, you are going to minister the supernatural death cancellation to them by by faith. You know, so these are things that we need to understand. There is a balance here, and it's unfortunate that the body of Christ is tilting to one side, using one wing, which is the power wing, but not using the wing of wisdom. Now, let me make. This illustration also is like a girl who is in the village with her parents. They are living very beggarly. Uh, in the morning, they have to uh, seek a miracle to eat. They have to beg in the afternoon, uh, seek arms to eat. And all of a sudden, an uncle comes from the uh, an uncle comes from the village and uh, from the city and says, "Okay, I'll be taking you to the to the city with me. I'll uh, school you. I'll pay for your schooling and all that. I'll take care of you. You're going to have good to eat. But I would like you to." take care of the house, help my wife, uh, take care of the things we have, but I'm going to be making sure you're well-fed, well-taken care of, okay? So when this girl gets into the city, she's not longer going to be thinking, she's not supposed to be thinking any longer about what she's going to eat when she wakes up this morning, uh, what she's going to wear, um, how her hair is very uh, uh, unkept, and there's no money to, to fix these things. No, I worry... In the morning will now be wow we had a wonderful meal yesterday night but the dishes are still in, in in the kitchen let me go do the dishes wow the the cars i saw the cars that brought me here was wow exotic but now it's time for me to go clean up that car for my uncle's sake it's time for me to to go to the uh to, to you know make sure that these things that are at my disposal are now maintained according to what the man who brought me here said also, you as a child of God, this is exactly the same with you. You have been taken out of that uh, of that village, so to say, and you've been brought to the city 
of the living God upon Mount Zion, here you are. And you are supposed to walk by wisdom, by the principles of Sitam and Avestan. I believe you're getting this, okay? So, uh, the Bible says that get wisdom. Uh, wisdom is the principal thing. That is in Proverbs 4, verse 7. So, wisdom is not uh, something you should get after you seek all the manifestations of the power of God. Wisdom is the key thing. You know, you see a lot of people are ready to go, you know, very far to go, you know, for a power program, you know, seeking the anointing. They may not even need uh, any healing, but they're just seeking power of God to change things for them. And they can pay any amount to travel very far. But you will not see those same persons ready to pay, to go very far, to go get wisdom. To pay heavily for good books, to get wisdom. Okay, so there is a huge imbalance and a huge lack of understanding in the body of Christ. The Bible says, get wisdom with all you're getting, get understanding. So you can see there's a lack of understanding here. All right, so we're going to go into, in this wisdom series, we're going to start with uh, part one, which is on getting wisdom, how to get wisdom. Okay, so what is wisdom? Wisdom is commonly uh, defined as the right application of knowledge. Okay, and what are the types of wisdom? There are different kinds of wisdom. James chapter 3 verse 15 to 17 tells us, sister, there is a kind of wisdom. It says, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic, for ev- where every envy, sorry, and self-seeking exists. Confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So, people of God, you can see this, that there are four kinds of wisdom listed here. Four in number. Kinds of wisdom or types of wisdom. Uh, you see here, first is the earthly. Second is the sensual. Third is the devilish. Fourth is the heavenly. Uh, the, the one that is from above, which, which can refer to as heavenly or godly. So, what's earthly wisdom? Earthly wisdom is just uh, natural wisdom that is not bad. It's just neutral. It's for instance, you know that you need to brush your teeth regularly in order to avoid uh, uh, infections in your teeth, tooth decay and all that. Okay, what about the sensual wisdom? Sensual wisdom is majorly self-seeking wisdom. It, it has to do with lust, uh, trying to get somebody else's uh, uh, stuff, uh, not caring about what, what is left with them. You know, self, self-willed uh, imaginations are sensual. They are sensual wisdom. Wisdoms that are thinking majorly about yourself but there is another one, the devilish wisdom. So there is a wisdom that understands that there is a demonic power uh, you, you can connect yourself to and actually get your way, have your way and all that. But there is the wisdom that is from above. That is the godly wisdom that we are focusing on. Okay, so so how was the primary way to get this wisdom to come? Let's see what the Bible says. I'm going to read Matthew chapter 13 verse 64 on what is what are the what is the basic way for wisdom to come he says here matthew 13 verse 54 when he had come speaking about jesus to his own country he taught them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said where did this man get this wisdom and this mighty work so you see after he taught them he taught them they could hear his words and they said these words are wisdom these words uh show wisdom that tells that Wisdom is expressed in words. Okay, Luke 11 verse 31 says, The queen of the south will rise up in judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. 
for she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. So you see that the, she came to hear the wisdom. So wisdom can be expressed, is expressed in words. Proverbs 1 verse 5 says something here. It says, A wise man hears and will hear and increase in learning. A wise man will hear and increase in learning. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Look at that. So, a wise man will hear and increase in learning. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. So, wisdom comes by the things that this man is hearing. Okay? So, we've established from scriptures that the basic way of wisdom coming is through words. True words. Okay, so is it is it limited to wisdom? If I want to uh, gain more wisdom, what should I do about it? What am I supposed to go about it? You know, the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 52 speaks about Jesus Christ saying that Jesus, as a child, he grew in wisdom, in stature, in favor with God and men. So you can increase in wisdom. Your level of wisdom today doesn't mean that's how you're going to end your life in that level. You can increase. So how can one get wisdom? And these are five sure ways to get wisdom that we're going to go through right now. How can one get wisdom? The first one will sound simple. The first one is by reading the book of Proverbs, okay? And the things of God actually are usually simple. So the first is by reading the book of Proverbs. Why can we say so? You know, Proverbs 1 verse 1 to 2, when Solomon was giving the introduction about the book, said the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of israel to know wisdom and instruction so you see he's telling you the reason for writing this book he said it is to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the words of understanding so if a man seeks wisdom he should read the book of proverbs and the book of proverbs is written for practical wisdom wisdom on how to handle finances your money how to handle your your spouse your husband your wife your kids uh, how to handle even your dogs, your pets, how to handle a neighbor's loved ones, how to handle your work, how to handle business, how to handle your spiritual life. So it is practical wisdom on how to handle, how to, how to apply wisdom. It is instructions of wisdom on different areas of life. Okay. Now the second sounds like the first. And let me, if I go to the second, the first one talking about the book of Proverbs is that God in beautiful form has ensured that the book of Proverbs is, is made up of 31 chapters that means that you can take a chapter per day in a month and go through the book of proverbs every day and go over it and go over it. you can read it in different versions of the bible in a month that has 31 days you can go over it one day for one chapter and allow yourself to be filled with god's practical wisdom on different issues of life okay the second is you can get wisdom by studying the bible 2 Timothy 3 verse 15, Timothy was told by Paul these words. He says, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. So he says that the holy scriptures are able to make you wise to, for salvation or unto salvation. When it means salvation here, it doesn't mean just about uh, eternal life, uh, how you get saved from hell and, uh, and get to heaven. That is included, but the word salvation in Greek here also means soundness, being protected, being uh, physically well. It also means having enough, having your needs met. Amen. 
So the, the Bible here says that by knowing the scriptures, you are made wise. What's, what's the difference between knowing the scriptures and knowing the book of Proverbs? Book of Proverbs is part of the scripture. Yes, you are correct. But when we're talking about scriptures, it shows you what you have in Christ. The scriptures uh, generally tell you your advantage over an unbeliever, over a person who is not in covenant relationship with God Almighty. It tells you your advantage of the anointing, your advantage of the Holy Communion, the Holy Communion table that you have uh, at your disposal. It tells you the anointing of the Holy Spirit teaching you. It tells you the advantage of uh, of of, uh, of brotherly uh, communication. It tells you the advantage that you have with the name of Jesus, the advantage that you have having the blood of Jesus, the advantage that you have in prayer. So the, the study of the scripture helps you to see this advantage and to use this advantage, okay? While the book of Proverbs is focused, it's like a laser focus on practical areas of life, just helping you to get general uh, uh, directions on different spheres of life. Hallelujah. So the first one is by reading the book of Proverbs. The second one is by uh, st- studying your Bible. The third is by getting counsel from persons. That can be one-on-one talking to them or through media, that is through videos, audios, or books. So we should embrace this. If you're seeking wisdom, spend time on these things where people are giving good counsel on audio, on video, in books. Spend your resources on these things. Proverbs 24, I mean, yeah, 24 verse 6 says, for by wise counsel you will wage your own war and in the multitude of counselors there is safety so you see the importance of wise counsel here and the fourth way of getting wisdom is by laying on of hands yes by laying on of hands deuteronomy 34 verse 9 says now joshua the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom for moses had laid his hands on him so the children of israel needed i mean needed him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. Hallelujah. So you see here that a laying of, on of hand is not just for when you need healing, uh, when you need uh, someone to pray over you for demonic attacks and oppressions to cease. It's also for ministering wisdom, the spirit of wisdom to you. So you can go to a person who, has the, who is filled with the spirit of wisdom, a man of God, or a child of God, and let that person lay hands on you and you are you're positioning yourself to receive uh, the spirit of wisdom. Okay, the last but not the least on how to get wisdom is by asking God in prayer. James 1 verse 5 says, If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Hallelujah. So, God has the package ready for you to gain wisdom. God says, go into the book of Proverbs. For practical wisdom, go into studying of the Bible for you to know the advantage that you have, the blood, the, the, the word of God, the communion, the name of Jesus, how to use the presence of the Holy Ghost in your life. God says also you can engage uh, wisdom by counsel, good counsel, wise counsel, godly counsel. And the multitude of counselors, you know, make your war, wage your war. It says also that you can get wisdom by the laying on of hands. And lastly, the fifth point is that you get wisdom by asking God, in prayer hallelujah hallelujah amen i believe this has been um, clear to the point and you see here how to how to ensure that you don't remain on the level of wisdom that you are on but increase in wisdom like jesus christ did growing in wisdom 
you go ahead and apply this these principles apply these truths on improving in wisdom in gaining wisdom so that you can stand head above shoulders so that you don't depend on, on godly wisdom don't depend on uh, sensual wisdom devilish wisdom is when christians lack these earthly i mean godly wisdom that they go down to depending on sensual and demonic wisdom that's when you hear a christian saying i have to lie that's when you hear a christian saying that in this life one, one has to one has to cut corners it's because of the lack of wisdom so people of god embrace god's wisdom that is from above this is the peaceable pure wisdom that heaven backs this is the wisdom that helps a person to live the godly life and have the godly promises manifesting is our life hallelujah glory to jesus i appreciate your time of hearing this and if you're uh, not born again you're not sure that you're a child of god because you've never given your life to jesus i'd like you uh, to submit to jesus why bible says that what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul so the greatest act of wisdom is submitting to jesus as the way to god almighty you can do that by saying to him right now, say, Lord Jesus, I accept that you died for my sins on the cross of Calvary. And you rose again to declare that all my sins were paid. Today I accept my sins paid by you. I accept you as the way to the Father. And I accept that I am made righteous by your sacrifice, which paid for all my sins and reconciled me to God. Today I become a child of a living God. I receive the Holy Spirit on my inside and I never remain the same by the working of the Holy Spirit in me. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen. If you said that prayer, a mighty congratulations to you because you've done the wisest thing. And uh, I'd like you to do me a mail on the Grace Whites podcast at gmail.com to let me know that this was your experience and I'll be able to help you with more resources and contact you so that you can grow as a child of living God. Okay, and if you've been blessed in any way, this has been impactful, or you would like to ask questions, like to get um, some details, you can still do me uh, a mail on the same uh, email address, the Gracewise Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll be bringing the sequel of this series on the the wisdom series. I'll be talking about wisdom for the afterlife, the life after death, wisdom for your finances, and I mean wisdom on the area of business. So please make sure you keep listening. God bless you now and always. In Jesus' name, amen.